Blog Talk Radio. This is not an ad. It's- Rosalind Solomon debuts four apps of soulful gospel jazz. Unescapable, Live For You, God of Mount Zion and Messiah Daughter will just take you on a soulful...
welcome to the Prophetic Mantle Radio Show with your host, Apostle Rosalind Solomon. And that was one of my songs called You Are Never Alone, and that's on my Sanctuary album, Spotify, iTunes, wherever music is sold and <laughs> streaming is sold. Okay, so this is not going to be a two-hour teacher today, but it should take me about an hour, hour, 20 minutes. Um, I changed it. I know I was supposed to do part two on anger, but I re- I changed it, and I put the new links all over the medias so everyone would know it would be on Phantoms and Possession because um, the Lord was leading me to um, to teach that instead. So the anger part, too, will be coming back in the very near future because uh, next week I have a guest coming on. <laughs> and then uh, for the whole month of April, I may only do one show because I have a lot of things in April that's going to take me away from the weekly show. This is why I like blog talk because <laughs> I can come on when I want and then the other radio shows that I have I can upload when I want. But uh, I'll probably just have one show in April. And then starting in May I have like five guests, five or six guests lined up for May uh, and and June, um, every, well yeah, yeah, May and June every week, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but I don't know how long I'm going to be able to keep this blog talk radio show because other things are calling me now. So I'm going to try and keep this to the summer, you know. Then after that, I may not be able to be on blog talk, but I may be on other radio platforms, but it may not be blog talk. Okay, so here we go. This teaching is about phantoms and possessions. Now. Most of you have heard of or read about cases of possessions. We all know about how demons can possess you. Now, you can have a wicked spirit in you or around you or attached to you, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're possessed by it. To be possessed by a spirit is for that spirit to completely take your will over and and and, and its characteristics and traits, you will exude them. Yours will be totally gone. Yours will be totally vanquished because that spirit has totally took you over. Like it, it takes over your mind, your heart, your thinking. It leads you, and you do as it leads you. So that's possession. Now, if you're dealing with demons inside of you, well, you know what? To tell you the truth, everybody on the planet has had a touch of a demon, right? And everybody on the planet has had a touch of Satan. <laughs> So everybody on the planet that has had demons, you've all we've all had demons living inside of our body. It's just that some of the demons um, stay quiet and you never know they're there. And some of the demons are very uh, bodacious, especially those sex demons, incubus, succubus, perversion demons, lust demons. Sometimes some people have felt demons moving around in their body. Some people wake up with scars on them, and that's because... The, it means two things The demon couldn't have his way with you So it scarred you Or it did have his way with you And it scarred you And it's marking you in the spiritual realm For destruction And something called blade power So when you instantly notice these scars on you You need to cancel them And sometimes you'll wake up with a scar or a bruise Because you was fighting in the spirit You know and, and you most likely won But you come back with some bruises But you still need to cancel it period you know, period. Because if you don't, it could cause you destruction. The blade power could come. It could cause you failure and all kinds of things. So everyone in this world has had a demon in their body. Everybody. I don't care how sanctified you think you are. We all have fallen short of the glory of God. That's what God says. So when God says we all fall short of the glory of God, he's saying we all have been demons. We all have had demons in us. 
You know, some of you listening to me right now, don't be offensive. You have demons living in you. Maybe they're moving around. Maybe they're being quiet. If you don't have them in you, then they're attached to your lifeline, which is um, your um, your your uh, cord, which God talks about in Numbers and I forget the other book. You know, and once that cord is popped or cut, you're dead. Your soul and spirit become one, and they come out. You know what I mean? So demons will attach to your life cord. If they can't get inside of you, they'll attach to your life cord. And if they're attached to the life cord, they're drawing your life from you. They're drawing your energy from you. This is why every day you wake up, you need to pray and say, Father God, thank you for renewing my life force. Thank you for renewing my energy, you know, renewing my life force energy that could have been taken out of me. And when you sleep at night and you have those horrific dreams or horrifying dreams or or, or if a sex demon is trying to get at you, you know, or you were fighting, or you know, spirit, or, or 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 you you know, woke up with a scar, you know, or they tried to make you eat. They they instantly take your life force from you, and then you wake up, you tired, you don't know why, you can't do nothing, you're sleepy, you just cobbleated, you can't even read the Bible. That's because you're not praying and asking God to give you back that double life force and that double energy that they took out of you and your shoes name. And once you pray for it, then every day you just thank Him for giving it back to you. In Yeshua's name Life itself will drain you People will drain you When you preaching uh, Teaching Prophesying You know Laying hands on people Casting out demons Healing people That's all you That's coming out of you That's life force coming out of you That's energy coming out of you So this is why A lot of the leaders In the church And prophets and stuff Get tired and quit Because they don't ask God To give them back The life force That was taken from the energy Nor the oil Every time I teach And get off of anything I always ask God For the oil Because I literally Feel it coming out of me Because sometimes After I pray for people Or prophesy You know Or teach I feel so weak And that's the oil I I ask God Why is that He said Because that's the oil That came out of you That you're pouring in your people And I'm like Wow Wow so that's for you people out there. Okay, so now, but you do not have the particular knowledge of how these possessions come about. Now, when and under what circumstances, for your information, here is a way to explain it to you. Now, Satan, we know who he is, who has a multitude of evil followers, has a multitude of cohorts that come among human beings at a certain time. They are given. Hold on. They they. Where did I? My dark computer went off. Hold on. Okay. They are given the task. Hold on. Okay. They are given the task of leaving no stone unturned, so as to entrap any soul for the court of the prince of all evils and lies. Why do you think they call Satan the prince of the air, and the prince of the kingdom of darkness? Because he's a prince. Lucifer's the king. <laughs> then you got Santana, the queen, sitting right next to him. <laughs> She's queen of the coast. Now, so so Satan's the front man, but he still do a lot of damage. Now, the evil ones, thereupon proceed on their secret path upwards to the upper world. They mask their intentions as adorably as possible so that any good spirit which they might encounter will not become suspicious. Should such a good spirit ask for a reason, the evil ones will give a receptible answer and implore their mighty keeper to let them ascend, so that they may find the opportunity and remedy many of their past and evil and, and better than them. Now, in the kingdom of, of good and, and in the kingdom of evil spirits, nothing is more respected than free will, provided that the intentions of these spirits be not too evil. 
they would be allowed to ascend, of course, under constant secret observation. Now, we're talking about the spiritual realm. These things happen in the spiritual realm. Matter of fact, there's a Disney movie that's about to come out, and I asked God, could I go see that cartoon? Look, guys, I ain't a cartoon person. Never was. And when my kids was little, I would have to go and suck it up. <laughs> Take them to the movies and let them see the cartoons, you know, turn cartoons off all day. I, I can't stand cartoons. I couldn't. only one I used to like was the Road Runner and Bugs Bunny. <laughs> and um, uh, what was it, Popeye and Olive Oil. Those are the only three cartoons I ever liked, right? So for me to pray and ask God, can I go and see that movie, it's like un. Presidented, <laughs> okay. And the reason why I pray to ask God go see the movie because it's telling truth. I put the clip on my Facebook yesterday, both of them, Prophetic Mantle and uh, Rosa Solomon and Patreon. I believe I put it on the blogs, and it's called Soul, and it shows that we were trained and went to school before we came here, and it shows that you come here, and when you die, you go back and get trained to come back again. I was like, I can't believe they they made this movie. And so I said to God, I said, God, what's going on? They making a movie telling the truth. I said, because you know their movies are telling the truth. He said, well, it's because the information has gotten out. My children are learning, and they can't deny it. And in my word, I said, all truth will be revealed before the son, the coming of my son. So it's like daddy making them do truth, sir, but they're doing it through a movie. And most people aren't even going to get it. They aren't even going to get it. Like, I was reading the, the the comments under the movie, and all people were saying was, about time they made a movie, that reflects us. About time they made a movie, we can relate to. And they don't even know how much it relates to them. So God told me I could watch the movie, and I wouldn't catch no demons. I was like, thank God, because some movies you can catch demons just watching them, horror movies especially, right? So I want to see that movie when it come out, because it's, it's it, God says it's going to tell us things in that movie that I've been teaching you guys. Now, it's going to tell you about reincarnation and everything. Why would they make a movie like that? Because they, they have to. Now, like I said, like I explained to you about the kingdom of darkness and good. Now, since this permission is mostly abuse, like, okay, sometimes there's evil spirits that ask the good spirits, you know, in God's kingdom, can they come up in the kingdom for, for for reasons, you know, that has something to do with humans and sinning and accusing? So it's not just Satan. See, in the Bible, we we in the Bible they, they you know you know they remove some things, but we think it's just Satan that accuses us. It's not just Satan; it's demons. Like there are times when people die, and they're slated for Shoel, which is hellfire. They don't necessarily will go to Shoel first. The angel will first bring them to Yeshua Because if you was a child of God And then you fell All children who were a child of God And they failed on the earth And backslide You all will see Yeshua before you reach hell Most people who did not accept the Messiah Before they died They will meet with angels And the angels will show them their previous life So that they will know why they're going to Shoel For an amount of time Because Shoel is not permanent It's temporal but in the Bible, you know, the Roman Catholics with their Greek Greek Bibles put in there, you know, and make you think God going to let you burn forever. God created you. Did he create you for you to burn? No. He going to try and save all the souls he can. That's why he keeps sending us back, even the wicked ones. But if you didn't accept God on this earth, the angel's going to show you a life because God's not wicked. He's not just going to let your conscience burn your butt up without you knowing it, right? 
So the angels are going to show you what you did. So when you go to Shoel for whatever time you're going to go and whatever whatever level you go to, because there's nine levels in Shoel, and Shoel is made like a human body. It has a heart, a liver, a kidney, everything, right? And, and Shoel is the she. And your reason why Shoel is the she, and there's, and, and there's two Shoels. There's a she and a he, just like the earth is a she and a he. With God, there's always a she and a he. He and the Ruach, Adam and Eve, <laughs> okay? You know, there's... Two animals, a he and a she, you know. So the earth is a he and a she. All his planetarians that he has ever made, even the moon. The moon is a twin to the earth. The moon has the same type of material that the earth is made out. People are living on the moon. And I keep telling y'all that nobody wants to believe me. But people are living on the moon. God will send certain spirits there as a punishment instead of letting them go to Shoel. And they live there. And it's also moon people who actually was created on the moon. They weren't supposed to be created. They were created by a fallen one and something else that the fallen one interjected with. And they're like four feet tall, and they can only have four kids out of their entire life, and it's very hard to live on the moon. Why you think um, – our, our nation is always talking about living on the moon, going to the moon, because they know what's there. If you look on Google Earth real, real good, you can see cities and everything up there. It should be about 250 million people on the moon alone, okay? And the moon is made just like the Earth, but the Earth is better. The moon and the Earth are twins, okay? So the Earth is a she and a he. I hate to tell you all that. <laughs> And we have two sons. We have a she and a he son. This is why we have different daylight saving times in different parts of the world. If you read the book of Enoch, you'll learn that. Two different sons. This is why we have two different times. But there's only one moon. Only one moon. And the moon only gets the light from the sun because the sun goes behind the moon. Okay? And there's a bird. It's called the phoenix. This is where the Illuminati get it from. Its wings are so huge. It covers the sun. If it didn't, the, the rays from the sun would kill us and perish us. We wouldn't even be here. And the sun and the moon and the earth, they talk to God. They talk to God about our sin. They ask God permission. Can they unleash punishment on us? This is true. Everything that God creates talks. Animals talk. Flowers talk to God. I, I know because I was in heaven. Flowers talk to God. Flowers sing to God all day. So I'm telling you this stuff is true. You don't believe me, you need to pray and confirm. So sometimes they'll let these evil spirits go up and accuse, you know, whatever, because Satan's not the only one who accuses. Evil spirits can too, principalities can too. Sorry, y'all, forgot to turn my phone down. Very unprofessional of me, excuse me. <laughs> okay, so, so now, Permit they, now they you know since this permission is mostly abused they cannot object when they return to more unpleasant condition than those in which they were before. Now, what do these evil ones do when they ascend to the upper world, which is the spiritual world? Some of these spirits now now we're talking about human spirits. Some of these spirits we're talking about humans who were once alive but now they're dead on earth but alive in the spirit realm. So some of these uh, spirits of human beings which during their earthly life were very haughty, you know, evil and rich, you know, shrewd landowners, big farm owners, stuff like that, right? And because they want to make people, like, okay, listen to this. 
you you know people say there's a such thing as ghosts. It's no such thing as ghosts. It's either either a wicked spirit or a demon, or it is a disembodied spirit that was once alive. So this is how these disembodied spirits can um, take over a human and possess them. Let's say the person died from smoking and drinking. They can easily go to any club nowadays, and that's how they can possess a body. That's the open door right there. Let's say the person was um, a fornicator, and that's, you know, when they died, that's why they went to show up. So many people fornicate now here. It's very easy to get a body. <laughs> but if they have a hard time getting a body, or let's say they was a rich person and they hid a treasure somewhere, right, what they'll do is um, you got a lot of these treasure hunters out here. You got a lot of these so-called ghost hunters out here, ghost busters, you know, just, just crazy people. You see them on YouTube hunting for ghosts and stuff, right? So then, you know, the ghosts will let them in. The ghosts can even talk to them. You know, actually it's a disembodied spirit. will talk to them and tell them it's a treasure. Da, da, da. He'll pretend to lead them to where the treasure was, and then they'll go, and there's no treasure. Boom, he he can possess them. Why? Because they opened the door. They talked to him. They communicated with him. They listened to his instructions. And then when it got to the point where they were supposed to find a treasure, they couldn't. He took them over. So he takes them over, and he gets that treasure out himself, and he lives through that person. Yes, and God allows this. Why does God allow disembodied spirits to get in humans who are alive today? Because you open the door to them. You open the door to them. These disembodied spirits are spirits that don't go to the light. They're spirits that don't follow the angels. Even the angels cannot force these people to come with them in the spirit realm to go where they belong if they don't want to go. Will is a strong thing, not just in the natural, but in the physical. It's even more, I mean, the spiritual is even more stronger in the spiritual than it is in the physical. So you have a lot of disembodied spirits, like, did not know God, worship all kinds of different gods. So when they see these angels, they're like, what? You know, and they run. So what happens is it is... God told me years ago, and it's still true to this day, he said only three to five, maybe ten people a year make it to heaven in this day and time. And he said sometime a year go by and not one person make it to heaven. So you got thousands of people in a day. He even gave me the number. It was like in 2015. When was it, Daddy? No, 2014. I was standing at the bus stop, and the bus took a long time. You know, because the bus was running behind because we had just had a snowstorm. I remember he made me calculate why I was there. And I remember it calculated up to 2,500 people every five minutes or was it every hour? It was either every five minutes or every, I think it was every hour that 2,500 people was going to Shoel every hour. So not many people make it into heaven, right? So when these people die and they see the light, they run from it, right? So so many people are going to hell right now, you know, Satan don't even have time. <laughs> it ain't funny, but he don't even have time to get the ones up here. So he has something called soul hunters. They hunt living souls, you know, who are living on the earth, who didn't die yet, and they hunt disembodied spirits, and they capture them. And then they take them to the light, take them to take them to show out, because it says in the Bible that all spirits go back to God, and eventually they do. So when the angels come and get a person, and the person don't want to go because they don't know nothing, or even if they do know something, they don't want to go because they attached to this earth. Because some people, when they die, they still attached to the earth because they want to get back at their murderer, 
right? Or they worried about their children and their wife or their, their husband and, and their children, and they want to make sure they're okay, um, or they want to get revenge on somebody. There's plenty of reasons why they will stay. And the angels cannot force them to go, and God will not force them to go. So what will happen is eventually Satan, if they don't find another body to get into, eventually the soul hunters will find them and take them to Shoel, and when their time is up at Shoel in the lower level of um, of the heavenlies, then they go back to God and renegotiate a, co- a covenant on his um, governmental seat with him and witnesses, and then they go back into training, and he, sometimes Yah trains them or, or, or the disciples that's up there, you know, the, the prophets, you know, whoever's up there, or the teachers of God. They even have a section in heaven where it's just for prophets. That's right. Are you prophets who listening? I put that in my my um, encounter book that's coming out soon. Um, there is a place in heaven, it's in it's in, in, in Yeshua City. I'm not going to tell you the name of his city. It's in the book. But there's a city, and there's a whole level of the kingdom of heaven that belongs to Yah, and it's a city, and it, and it has a name. And, it, and within the city, it has multitudes of cities, and it has a city where all prophets go, including the prophets of ancient days. They're there right now. But it's a part in that city. So if, you were, so if you're a prophet, a seer, you know, a dreamer, there is a city in the Mashiach's part of heaven that you will dwell, and it's a great city full of loveliness and benefits. So that's something to look forward to as a prophet. Um, and then there's also one in the level where God is. He's at the top. And, and where God is, is the highest mountains. There's mountains where Yah is too, but where God is, there's high mountains. I mean, like the highest mountains you can ever see. Like one time I had a vision. And Yah was waiting for me, and he was standing on the mountain, and, and it was trimmed in gold, and it was so huge. And I had to walk a, walk across this bridge that was made out of this golden rope and golden wood, <laughs> and it was over a river. And I was so scared to walk past it, but he kept telling me, come, come, you can come, come. And so I started to walk across it, and I made it halfway, and I woke up. So I know the mountains, I've seen them in the heavens, and a lot of them are trimmed in gold. So many things are trimmed in gold in heaven. So that's for another day. So now, so these spirits, they will stay here, you know, and they'll look for, you know, a body any way they can because if they find a body, so when the soul hunters come, the soul hunters can't capture them and take them because they're occupying a body. And they will stay in that body till that person gets delivered. How many of you, I know I have, have gone to deliverance sessions? I used to go to John Zoras back in 2014 to get deliverance. He used to say, hey, the Holy Spirit would tell him the person, grandmother in him or their father in him. And then the, then the Spirit would start talking and he would cast the Spirit out. It would, it would like, blow my mind. And I'm like, Back then, I didn't know that much about disembodied spirits. And I'm like, how in the world's a grandma? But now I know. You know, and Anali, you were scratching your heads and your booty like, what is Apostle talking about? I'm telling you what's really going on in life. You know, things that they hide, they don't want us to know. So now, um, then the evil spirit, after he, you know, teaches, pretends to teach them where the treasure is, he shows them all kinds of signs, indicating where the treasure is supposed to be buried. The people dig but find nothing. They continue their search with the greatest zeal, and that is when it happens that such a spirit, wicked spirit, chooses a victim out of those groups of people and causes him or her to be possessed. 
possess. And the easiest way whereby this can occur is when, and also the easiest way that this can occur is when food and drink are taken in and it is forgotten to ask God to pray. So this is why I'm always telling you guys and everybody, you're supposed to pray over your food. Let me tell you something. When I go to the grocery store, I'm praying over my food in the grocery store. When I get home, I'm praying over my food. When I cook it and get ready to eat it, I pray over it again, okay? I leave nothing to tell. I pray over everything I drink. When I'm buying clothes, I pray and I wash those clothes with the bloodiest shoe because you don't know who tried them on. Underwear. People ain't supposed to, but people nasty. That's why I buy underwear that's already in the pack. Every now and then I'll buy the ones that's on the hanger, but most of the time I buy the underwear that's in the pack, bras too. Sometimes I'll buy them on the hanger, but I cover them with the blood because people nasty. Some people will try on underwear. They really will. And I know you can bring bras back, but you can't bring panties back. And, and So women, pray over your undergarments, okay? Your slips, you know, all of that, right? When you try on shoes to see if they fit, sneakers, boots, you need to cover those things in the blood because you don't know who foot was in them before you. These are things that people just ain't conscious of. Demons could get in anything, furniture, shoes, clothes, food, but one of the main objections to get into is food and drink. This is why you should always pray over your food. Don't leave none to chance for food. Witches and sorcerers and all of them, that's the main thing they use is food and drinks and, 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 you know, snacks, whatever, okay? So now, food and drinks are taken in, and it is forgotten to ask God to pray to bless it, right? So once, a human, once such a hunting spirit has achieved its purpose, then the hunting spirit in, it will, will usually end up in the person, Right? And then the person don't even know that this spirit is in them because, let me tell you something, a lot of spirits don't want to be bodacious. A lot of spirits want to be able to stay inside of you till you die. <laughs> a lot of them don't want to come out. But these high-ranking spirits like King Incubus, King Succubus, King Perversion, King Lust, these kind of spirits, they can't help but letting you know they're there because they're a king. They have a lot of power from going through the family bloodline. They started out as an imp, but as nobody had challenged them, fought them, and got them cast out, they grow with the family. They become principality demons, regional demons, chief demons, and kings or queens or prince or princes. And see, once they get on that level, they can't hide in you because they're too powerful. Their power will not, the power that's in them, the evil power that's in them will not allow them to be quiet. So, you know, they, they give themselves away. And these type of spirits, what they do is they sow into your organs. They sow into your chakras. They sow into your skin. So when God tries to get them out, they'll tear you apart. This is how you see some people die when a demon come out because a demon will tore the insides up, and God will bring them back to life, you know. But then there's some spirits that there's no man on the earth that can take them out. Only God can take them out. And the Bible says, I plucked them out one by one because if he plucks them out all at one time, you could die. So it could take him 10 years, 9 years, 15 years. To get them demons out, because when you have a king or a queen demon, there's a prince and a princess with them, and they have a family. See, these demons, we know that they come in legions, but did you know they're families? They're families. Like, the legion demons are smoking. That's a family. 
Legion demons of alcohol, that's a family. Legion demons of prostitution, that's a family. Then you're going to get the, 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 the Legion's family of perversion. You're going to get the Legion's family of lust. You're going to get the Legion's family of the marine kingdom if you're a prostitute. When you're fornicating, you're going to get the Legion family of the incubus or the succubus if you're a man. Um, you're also going to get the Legion family of perversion. You're going to get the Legion family um, of, uh, what's the other one, perversion, shame, filthiness. You're going to get all, you're going to get the, the, the nightmare spirit, the mare spirit, the rape spirit. So these are legions of families that come inside. And if you're dealing with a king spirit, guarantee you he has a wife with him. He has a son that's a prince and a daughter that's a prince, and the rest of them are his family. And, they, and, and, they, and the way they set up inside of a human being is like a pyramid, like a pyramid. The, the strongest is at the top, like Satan is, and at the bottom it's, it's like the, the imps and the children that's holding them up like the witches and sorcerers are holding up Satan. That's how they build up inside of you like a pyramid. So you have to get all those things underneath before you even get to the big one. And, and trust me, when you get to the big one, it's going to be a serious fight because that's the strongest one. And although it has no more help, it's still strong. And that's the one that God himself Sometimes have to remove. Everybody cannot be delivered by a hand of a man of a woman. Some people can be deli- can only be delivered by God in their own home or however God's going to do it. God can send you to the bathroom. You could poop it out, piss it out, or you could um, yarn it out, cry it out, poop, fart it out. However, it's going to come out, vomit it out. You know, however God's going to do it. All right. This is why some people they go to so many places, and I could, I went to so many places, planes, trains. I couldn't get delivered. I was getting stuff out of me, but couldn't get delivered. God was the only one who could do it. It's just some demons. Some demons are that strong that only God could get them out. Now, when these type of demons are accepted by the heart with approval, the evil one remains quietly. Now I'm telling you about the quiet demons. They re, they remain quiet as an observer to see how such a human being gradually in concurrence with these evil inspirations to begin to act. So what they do is they get inside of the, the person's heart and they read the person's heart and they see the weaknesses and the sin in the person's heart and they latch to each weaknesses and each sin. And then they open up the soul and they allow others to come in to help them to, to stay in there. Because one demon cannot just stay in there by himself. He needs help. They need help. So they open up the core of the soul because every soul has a core. Although the spirit is fighting against this because everybody's spirit hates Satan. <laughs> everybody's spirit wages against Satan. But it's the soul that communes with the devil. So when you have the soul and the flesh communing with the devil, they can overpower the spirit. But the spirit the whole time is crying out to God, fighting and everything. I mean, that's just, just fighting, you know. <laughs> so now, when a human being has sufficiently fulfilled the will of the evil spirit that took them over, once he get in the heart, then this spirit usually causes a deadly element in the flesh. This is why some people get cancer. Um, heart attacks, bad diabetes, bad blood, high blood pressure to get some strokes and kill them. They die from strange diseases, kidney failure. They go to the doctor. The doctor can't find nothing wrong with them, but they dying anyway. These are deadly elements in the flesh of these hellified spirits. 
Now, through this, the evil spirit seeks to wreck and corrupt the soul as quickly as possible from the physical body and deliver its booty to its lord and master. Y'all know what booty means, not our booty we <laughs> If you Google booty, it means to take away something that does not belong to you. So they look at us as booties, property of God, right? So this is why when people dealing with with demons, and I'm and I'm going to use these perversion demons because they're the strongest, you know, and these incubus and stuff. When you're dealing with these kind of demons, whether they're moving in your body or not, their main mission is to kill you. And if they can keep having sex with you and keep raping you, eventually you will die. Because every time they rape you or have sex with you, they take so much of you out of you. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And if you're not repenting, getting get any type of deliverance, Excuse me one second. If you're not repenting, getting any kind of deliverance, not fasting, not doing self-deliverance, not doing anything, eventually they will kill you. And if you have a spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, they will kill them too because every time they sleep with you and you don't do nothing about it, you don't cancel it, whatever the case is, you don't try to get some help, deliverance, you're going to sleep with your boyfriend, your girlfriend, or your wife, that stuff that was interested in you will go in them so you both will find yourself dead. So these... Sex demons, only mission is to kill you. Although they're enjoying what they're trying to do to you, their mission is to kill you. And if they can't kill you because God won't let them, they will torture the crap out of you. They will afflict you badly and try and take away everything you got, you know. So now, this is why people shouldn't fornicate. Now, through the evil, spirit seeks to, to, you know, to corrupt the soul, like I said. Now, however, the outcome is never in accordance with the plan of these wicked spirits. As soon as the soul leaves the flesh, she, good, whether the soul is a good soul or an evil soul, she will always be received by angels, like I told you earlier. The evil spirit will be severely disciplined and returned to its master. So, like, when a person dies and the angels come for them, and they refuse to go, and the angels the angels will try and coerce them to go, but they won't force them to go. And eventually God will tell the angels to back away. So this spirit doesn't have, this disembodied spirit no longer has any demons in it. Because once the person dies, the demons have to come out. They are divided from the soul, and the soul and the spirit becomes one because there's no more flesh. Demons can only dwell with flesh. So when a person dies, there's no more flesh. The e the, the soul has to come out and the spirit and they become one, right? And then you know if they don't want to go to go with the angels, you know, they 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 still here. This is why they call them disembodied spirits. But they don't have any wicked spirits in them anymore. None. And then they go and try and possess a human being who's living because they don't want to leave the earth. And God will allow it because majority of the human spirits have openings and are sinning. Are sinning. This is why some people murder for no reason, rape children for no reason, murder children for wrong. It's spirits, and then sometimes they get in a body that already has demons in it. And the spirit and the actual human spirit that died and the demon are actually fighting each other. Because you got to understand, when you become a spirit being, you get superpowers. You're just as powerful as Lucifer in them, because you're in the spirit. So a human spirit and demons be fighting in the body. And you thinking it's all demons. Mm-hmm. 
You also got ants that could get in there. You also got shapeshifters that could get in our bodies if we ain't living right. That's half demons and half humans. You know, they got lizard eyes. Sometimes they, um, their eyes give them away. Sometimes their eyes come with a coating with a, with a snake-like looking eye. That's a shapeshifter, like Nancy Pelosi did it. That's a shapeshifter. Now, the evil, you know, the evil spirit will be severely disciplined and return to his master, which is Satan. So now the soul where her inherited spirit is placed by angels into such a state that the soul gradually recognizes how she conducted her earthly existence. So like I told you, the angels will allow them to see what they did, but they have to put them in a certain state slowly and gradually because if they show them what they did on earth too quick, it, it could damage the spirit. So they have to slowly show them what they did, right? So now, if she, the soul, is willing to convert, she will go higher and higher, meaning that she can be converted, I mean, uh, reincarnated to come back. Now, should she object to this, the soul itself will, you know, it will be led more deeply downwards to severe punishment. So I know y'all scratching your heads right now because I was scratching mine too. So basically, let me try and explain this in Latin terms. There are some souls, many souls, but if you was like a witch, warlock, sorcerer, you know, that kind of person, severely, you know, murdering people, I mean, you was just a horrible person, and you just took innocent lives, the angel's going to show you what you did, but you going to the lower level. You ain't going to have a choice to extend into the upper level. But if you died, you were a Christian, you fell, or you died and you didn't know anything about God, you know, but you didn't do such even atrocities, you actually have a chance to bypass hellfire and go to God. But what happens is you have to be retrained Reskilled, and you have to stay up there in the heavenlies for a certain amount of time before you are allowed to come back. Because what happens is, once you realize what you are in the spirit realm, and once you realize you jacked up, when you when you come back into yourself in the spirit realm, you're gonna remember God. You're gonna remember who you was. You're gonna remember everything. You're gonna be like, oh man, I messed up again, <laughs> and you're gonna be so willing to come back to this earth so quick. Because you know you have nothing. You have no benefits. You have no inheritance. You have no treasures. You have nothing. And you lost them all because you failed the test on the earth, right? So you are going to want to anxiously come back. But God says, no, no, no. You have to be retrained. You have to go back to him on his governmental seat and renegotiate. And it is up to him when he sends you back. And then that's what gets the spirits because they anxiously want to come back because they want to collect what they have. And, see, people don't understand the reason why we have so many treasures and wealth and things in the heavens waiting for us is because we already had it. We had it before we even came to this earth. We already had it. But when you come on this earth and you and you jack yourself up and you mess up, you lose it. You go back and you don't have nothing. And so you want to be reincarnated because you don't want to be up there with nothing. You want to have something <laughs> because there's parts of heaven that look, look, heaven looks a lot like earth, just way better. And in 3D, even the grass, the sky, everything is translucent. They got skyscrapers and everything. I've seen it, right? So 
Once you, you know, you your memory comes back, you like, hold on, man, I don't, I don't have my house, I don't have nothing. You know, I don't have nothing. I done lost everything because part of your covenant, covenant, covenant agreement with God is, if you fail the test on the earth, you lose everything that you left behind. You get it? Because when you die, you leave everything behind. So when you leave heaven, you leave everything behind. And you agree with God. If you don't do right and you got to come back and be reincarnated, you lose everything. So this is why people come back to be reincarnated. If we still had all our stuff up there, nobody would want to come back. This is why God will take you from you if you fail your test and your task on the earth. So you'll be like, man... Uh-uh, I don't want to live in the other part of heaven. That, that I'm just saying example. <laughs> That's a trailer part. <laughs> I don't want to live over there. You know, I want to be in the, in, the, in the city of the Lord. I want to be up there with God. You know, I, I want to be able to, to, to be, you know, next to God. You know, I don't want to be in this little place where the trailer park is, you know, and all this stuff. I, I want to see the ancient prophets. You know what I'm saying? I want to be in Abraham's bosom because there's still an Abraham bosom up there. Right? So... <laughs> So this is why many people want to reincarnate back. And when you see that movie Soul, please go watch that cartoon because Daddy said it was fine for us to see it. When it comes out, go see it. Take your kids. You're going to understand a lot of stuff that I've been teaching you for five years. So now, um, so if you died and you, didn't, you know, don't have innocent blood on your hand and stuff like that, there's a good chance that you will have an opportunity to bypass Hellfire but you'll have to go up and be trained, and you can't come back until God tells you you can come back. And, and that's the punishment because as soon as you realize you messed up, you'll be ready to come right back, ready to come. You'll be ready to come. You won't even want to see God. That's how bad you'll feel. You'll want to come right back. But God say, no, 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 you got to be retrained. So now the soul with her inheritance spirit is placed by the angel. Oh, I read that part. Okay, so now should she be obstinate? And not want to come back The angels will lead the soul Deeply downward And into severe punishment Which is the show out right And it's your conscience that judges you right And God acts the punishment And it's your conscience that sets your body on fire Now you know, Some people's total body does not burn Let's say you sin with your legs Right Now you're going to suffer for every sin you did but let's say you sit with your legs the most. Then from your foot up to your knees will burn. Let's say you sin from your waist down to your knees. Your waist down to your knees will burn. Let's see you sit, sit all the way up to your neck or your chin. It will stop there. But if you use your whole body for sin, your whole body will burn. Now, part of your body that's burning and the other parts are not burning, those sins will be acted like they could be ripping your body out. They could be piercing your tongue. If you um, die with a lot of tattoos without repenting, they're going to um, tattoo you the whole time you're down there. And trust me, they ain't going to feel like on here. If you was a smoker, they're going to make you smoke. If you was a drinker, they're going to make you drink acid. Um, if you was a fornicator, they'll rape you. If you was a rapist yourself, they will rape you rape you, um, if you die because of bestiality or anal sex or oral sex, they will stick spears up your behind, swords, all kinds of things they will do to you down there. This is how hell is made. And it's your conscience that enacts the things that happen to you because your conscience holds everything you did because when you die, your mind deteriorates because your mind is made of flesh. It's your conscience that holds your memory. This is why your conscience will be able to judge you and God will enact it. Now, there's also times, and I know y'all going to, like, come on, Apostle. Nah, you probably going to drop the phone and maybe hang up. 
You might not even want to listen to me again. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you because the Lord told me. Sometimes we know Yeshua goes to hell because I've been to hell three times, okay? And uh, actually more than that, but the, the three big ones was three times, right? So we got Meredith Baxter, right? We know she went to hell first for 30 days, I think, and heaven for 30 days because I read that book in the early 90s or mid-90s or early 2000s when she first when that book came out. And that book scared me so much, but I still was a sinner. <laughs> I got right for a little while. I ran right back, right? So, <laughs> so and Yeshua took her the whole time. We also know the angels can ascend into heaven, I mean into hell, because angels will take you there. We also know that God could go into hell because he, he created it. You know, sometimes they torture souls so bad down there, what they will do is they will take, let's say, both of the hands and put it in different parts, both of the feet and put it in different parts, the head in a different part, and the torso in a different part. And the, and the body is crying out because they're separated and they want to be back together. And the cry is so bad, God will open up the heavens and reach his hand down there and get all them body parts and put them back together again. You don't believe me? Pray and ask him. And I mean it. Pray and ask him. Okay? So we already know that um, Yah has taken many people to hellfire, just like heaven. He's taken many, many people to, to hell, just like heaven. So sometimes the Messiah will go down into Shoel by himself, you know, with angels watching him, cause, I mean, going with him, because he go with his people everywhere he go. You know, that's just how he roll. He roll heavy, you know. So sometimes he'll go down in Shoel. And they will, you know, and a big old light comes in, and they and they see him, and they're so thirsty, and they ask him for thirst, they ask him for forgiveness, they ask him, can they come back and warn their people, um, the preachers that are down there, ask them, can they come back and preach the truth, and all it is, and he'll tell them, well, you had your opportunity, you know, and you missed it, so you're here for now, you must fulfill your punishment, right? So what he does sometimes I don't know how often he does it. I don't because you know in, in heaven and hell there's no time. So we'll, I'll just use it for example. Maybe he does it every five years. I don't know. Maybe he does it once a year. I don't know. But he goes down there because this is in the book of Barak three because I read it and when I read it I was shocked, literally shocked. I was like, Nah, Daddy, this book this book can't be telling the truth. Hold on, somebody's calling me. I was like. Hold on. I'll be right back. Sorry.
Prophetic Mental Radio Show Where you will be activated in God With your host Apostle Rosalind Solomon Every Thursday at 7pm Eastern Standard Time Be blessed